You're now listening to a Rat House Production Podcast. For more podcasts like this, head to R-E-T-T-H-A-U-S dot net. Welcome everyone to another episode of She's Dead, the audio journey through how I met your mother. I am Steve. I am Bean. And today we are going to be focusing on episode 17 of season one, entitled Life Among the Gorillas. It originally aired March 20th of 2006. Um, Basically, the overall arc of this episode is Marshall gets a new job and kind of has to adapt to his co-workers. Yeah. That's a long one. That bird is going today. Uh, He's on one. Um, (laughs) But, uh, and he does this much to the chagrin of Lily. Mm -hmm. And Ted is dealing with a long distance relationship. Yeah, that's kind of like the the B story in the the episode. So, um, the, the episode starts out with Marshall... Um, getting ready for well, actually, it kind of goes over an, uh, um, a flashback to when he was a kid, mm-hmm. and he meets this famous uh, like she's a anthropologist. Anthropologist, yeah. I forgot her name. It's some long. Yeah, but she uh, she's doing a uh, you know a, at the college I think it was. Yeah. She's doing a, like a seminar about her time living with the gorillas, and uh, you know Marshall is a kid at this point, and he um. He goes to this seminar, and she asks if there's any questions. He raises his hand and says, you know, like, he basically says, like, he wants to be like her when he grows up and that he wants to live with the gorillas, too. And she says, that's really nice, but that's not going to happen because they're all going to be dead by then. (laughs) It just kind of totally blows his cruise. And I think that's when he becomes, like, a crusader for... Yeah, that makes up his mind that he's going to be an environmental lawyer. Yeah. So, and then... Cut forward to him getting ready for his first day, mm-hmm. and he's you know he's a little nervous, and uh, Lily you know kind of gives him some words of encouragement, packs him a sack lunch, uh, you know, and and they kiss and whatever, and then Marshall goes to open the door, and there's a box on the floor, mm-hmm. and he says, "Uh oh, Ted, we got another one," and so Ted is like freaked out. Nervous as hell because Victoria, his girlfriend who lives in Germany, yeah, just sent him another care package, and I believe that's the third one or yeah, fourth one. It's the third one, yeah. He hasn't sent. He hasn't sent anything. any. So he's you know he's freaked out because he doesn't know what to do. Um, and she of course sends him cupcakes and a bunch of other little trinkets and knickknacks and stuff. <clears throat> And uh, I think it cuts to the bar after that, or does it cut to? It goes to uh, to Barney's job for like back at the Marshall's at the corporate office, and he starts working with Barney at this corporate place, right? And it's an internship that pays money, so which is kind of why Marshall joined up. And I think this is the first time when someone asks what. Barney does for a living and his answer from there from that point to pretty much until the very last season it's just ah, 
please. Yeah. And that's that's all he, he ever says. He's very says. secretive about yeah. his, his what his job actually is. So um, they, they talk, they shoot the shit for a little while, and then Marshall's co-workers come in, and these are like the, the quintessential, like, douchey corporate guys that he Marshall's going to start working with. And Marshall is, of course, unlike these dudes that uh, come in. Yeah, uh, Brian Callen plays Bilson, mm-hmm. and uh, Taryn Killam plays Blauman. Blauman, little fun fact here, is actually uh, the woman is um, Colby Smolder, Smolders a pl- uh, that plays Robin. Uh-huh. That's her husband in real life. Really? Yeah. Huh. And uh, Gar- uh, Brian Callen, you would you might be able you might recognize from Mad TV. Yeah, he was on Mad TV was Mad in TV. the early years. And uh, Blauman. Because I've been recently watching Scrubs. He's the overly touchy. Yeah. Uh, Isn't it like Terry or something like that? Or? Yeah. Jerry or Terry. Yeah. Or something like He's yeah. the overly touchy, not intern, but something else. Orderly, isn't it? Orderly. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. He's the overly touchy orderly. Yeah. So they come in and they kind of showing the difference. They tell Marshall is, is kind of funny. His, his tie is steak sauce. Mm-hmm. And Marshall is like, oh, I don't I, I have I, any steak sauce. Yeah. Where? Where yeah. is it? And. Barney pulls him aside. He's like, "No, it's it's steak. Your tie is steak sauce. It's a one. It's really cool. It's try to like, keep up here. Yeah, try and to he keep like, up." <laughs> he like snaps at him. So these are the dude, the kind of guys that uh, they're bros. They're bros. Yeah, and they do the typical bro thing, which was funny because I forgot the example was they was, they go uh, all right. <laughs> it was basically like, "Who would you rather?" It's, yeah, it's like murder, murder, fuck, kill, yeah, or murder, yeah. fuck, marry, whatever. It, but it was basically like. It's raining one night. You open the door, and it's Jessica Alba. What do you do? Yeah, and, he, and like, he's just like, "Well, I have a, I have a, a fiance. fiance. And your fiance's out of town. What do you do?" <laughs> and, and then, like, basically, they do the, um, I think it's between Jessica Alba and Jessica, Jessica Simpson. Simpson. Yeah, which I mean, it's Jessica Alba. Come yeah, on, all, that's fucking. All day. That's I even said that in front of my wife when <laughs> I was day. watching the episode all day. It, uh, it, she agreed with me. Yeah. Uh, cutting back to McLaren's, it's Ted and Robin at the bar, and Ted's eating the cupcakes out of this package that Victoria sent him. And he's like, he feels really guilty because he hasn't sent anything to her, and he's just like eating his feelings with these fucking cupcakes. And he asks Robin for for help, like, man, how am I going to do this? Um, I think he ties back to a conversation he had on the phone with Victoria, saying. That he had already sent her a package. It was on its way. Yeah, he uh, he like impulsively yeah says like, oh, yep, I got yours. Oh, and uh, by the way, yours is in the mail, so uh, it's pretty awesome. Yeah, pretty pretty awesome. So he fucks up and asking Robin for help. Robin lends a hand, saying, "Just put some New York stuff in there and an old newspaper." Yeah, but still on the box, it can have the poacher's date. So whatever. Anyway, yeah. uh, and then Ted brings up like a. It's kind of one of those things like, why would you say that? Because he says, it's funny, like a few, one, a month ago or whatever, I would have been here asking Marshall and Lily how to impress you. You know, now the girl I used to like has helped me with the girl I, I yeah. like. And uh, they kind of cut back to, you know, and, and Ted doesn't know this, but Robin, if you guys remember a couple episodes back, has basically expressed her feelings for Ted to Lily. Mm-hmm. So Robin has feelings for Ted. Yeah. Ted no longer has feelings for Robin or well yeah, yeah. and uh now Robin's kind of the odd woman the odd woman out yeah. and she's a little irritated <laughs> a little irritated by what Ted says which 
You are completely right. That's a stupid <laughs> bonehead <laughs> thing we, to why say. Why would you say that? We're not cool. Anyway, yeah. uh, then it cuts back to the apartment. And Marshall comes in from his first day at the, the corporate office, and he looks visibly, visibly upset. Ask, Lily asks him how it went, and he says, I don't want to talk about it. But then he kind of starts just saying that the guys he works with are jerks. He walks into the kitchen and immediately runs back. The guys I work with are jerks. <laughs> yeah. And it, it, it ties back to what happened. He was eating the sack lunch, and the guys gave him a bunch of shit because his, his fiance packed him a lunch. And not only that, she wrote a love note. And like they played like the the the, the grade school keep away, mm-hmm. you know, like Marshall's chasing him around the office, just begging him to give it back. Well, if, if, I'm going to start this off by saying this whole thing is fucking this. It's masputo because because like because <laughs> y- your wife packs you a sack lunch. That's fine, yeah. whatever. But she cuts the crust off your sandwich. Yeah. And she leaves you a note. Like, this is fucking dumb. It's like, and I, you know, and I love Marshall and Lily's relationship, but, but this is, it's just, that's an overkill. That's yeah. a little too much. And then what's on the note, if you remember, she says, you know, I oh, hope yeah. you have a good day, Marshmallow. Love Lily Pad. P.S. If you open this note, the kiss got out. Go get it. <laughs> and then that's when they're like playing keep away with him. And he's, you know, so they are justified in making fun yeah. of Marshall because that's, that's fucking lame. But anyway, uh, anyway, uh, so Marshall kind of then in the in the apartment decides I'm just going to quit. Yeah, cutting a, to McLaren's. Marshall's telling Barney he's quitting, and then Barney starts this kind of like manipulation of, you know, you're not working for you; it's for Lily. You got to give her what he calls the package. Mm-hmm. You know, the house, the take, 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 sending your kids to a good school. You know, you're doing this for them, and then it starts to make sense at to Marshall to stay on board. So he comes up with this idea to kind of um wait, does never mind. Backtrack, he, backtrack. Yeah. He manipulates Marshall and they they kind of leave it at that. Um at that point it shows he's kind of trying to he's basically yeah. going to train Marshall yeah to become one of the bros. Like he's going to um basically get it to where at work, he can act like one of these morons, mm-hmm. and then when he goes home, he could turn it off and just be normal. Yeah, and that's you know he says it's an anthropological study, like yeah. living among the gorillas was where the the title of the episode comes. So Barney kind of helps him and coaches him to become this kind of douchey corporate guy. Shows the guy shows him how to slip money to another dude. Uh, I forgot what else uh, other things he he shows him. But essentially, it works out. Yeah, and it kind of cuts to Marshall telling a story at work about going to a strip club or something. I don't know. And it, of course, he gets the approval of all the the corporate guys. Yeah, they all give him high fives, and they, you know, it's and all steak sauce. It's all steak sauce. And from there, he kind of—it's kind of funny. He looks in the mirror, and he has a gorilla mask on. So he's like becoming one of these dudes without yeah. knowing it. Uh, and and uh. He's when he tells Lily this plan of like blending in with the gorillas, she's kind of reluctant and she doesn't want him to basically sell out yeah. and be that kind of guy. And he says, well, no, I could do it at work. And when I come home, I'll just be, you know, I'll be the same marshmallow. And, uh, you know, it's kind of funny because they, they like at the very end, she goes, all right, well, what if they press you into smoking? And he says, well, you know, only when I'm drunk. And then yeah. they like high five and then that's it. 
But yeah, he he's basically slowly turning into one of these douches. Uh, from there, it kind of cuts to Ted getting an email where he's confessing to, to Robin like, oh, something's wrong. Because early in the day, he received an email from Victoria that claims they need to talk. And he fears the worst that she's going to break up with him, basically. And but Robin tries to kind of calm him down. Is this before? Is this after he falls asleep on the phone? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Because he says he can only talk about so much shit, which yeah. I completely agree. Yep. I've I've done that, and it's just like so. Would, he does the thing like so. Would you eat today? Yeah. Mm. And it's just super quiet. Yeah. I've I've been there. He like what? Okay, what would you say is like the the appropriate amount of phone calls for a long distance relationship? Like a week? To me, uh, I'd say maybe every other day, make three, three or four times a yeah. week. Yeah, I would say for me, it'd be three. Two, maybe three at the most. Yeah. I mean, if you're texting in between then, and yeah, yeah, maybe two or three emails. Yeah, but like, every day can't do it, man. Uh-uh. Can't do it. It's I, I just and I don't know how I did it when I was like in relationships when I was a kid. Yeah, you know, when I was a teenager in like early twenties, when I'd talk on the phone with my girlfriend every it, night. Yeah, after seeing them, <laughs> hey, what's up? Yeah, like it, it just so they're on the phone super late because. Her time is, I forget what the difference, you, you lived in in Germany, what's the time difference between? Uh, it's nine hours from the East Coast, I want to say. Okay, so yeah, so he, like, he'd be on the phone at like four in the morning. Yeah. And, or you know. the West Coast side. Yeah, so, Coast. so, you know, he'd be at, he'd be early in the morning, he'd be on the phone mm-hmm. with her, and it, at one point he ends up falling asleep <laughs> on the phone. So, uh. He feels guilty and he doesn't know how to make this up to her, and then that's where he comes up with the plan to, I gotta, I gotta fly to oh, Germany yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and uh and surprise her. Exactly. Um, then it cuts to the apartment, and Marshall's on the phone with one of the guys from from the office, and he's like totally talking, kind of douchey, uh, douchey tongue, I guess would be the best way to put it. And they're gonna go out karaoke, and he hangs up the phone, and Lily's kind of painting. And she so shows Marshall the pain. He's like asking him what he thinks, and he just says, "Steak sauce." And Lily kind of confronts him, like you're acting more and more like these dudes. And Marshall tries to kind of defend the guys that he works. He's like, "No, if you actually get past it, they're really good dudes. We're gonna go karaoke tonight. You should come join us." And you know, Lily kind of reluctantly, but she she does yeah. go. And it cuts to them at the the karaoke bar, and they're doing the same thing. Where <laughs> I forgot what it said. It's like Bauman asking, like finishing a story, saying, "And you open the front door, Angelina Jolie yeah. in a wheelchair." <laughs> to which I forgot the other guy's name. He replies, "Oh, no way, dude! Scarlett Johansson with no arms any day of the week." So they're kind of doing another stupid story, and Lily's just kind of like, "Yeah, these guys are great." guys are great and they shoot the shit for a little bit longer and Marshall ends up getting a job offer from these two dudes and he hesitates but then accepts and Lily gets upset about it and she kind of walks off Marshall chases after her and they start going this big kind of this bit about like the package like yeah Marshall trying to give her the package and Lily says him his package is big enough and he has a huge package and it's all he needs it's, it's kind of funny yeah like it's 
she's basically saying like, you don't have to sell out in order to give me the, the life that I want. Cause I basically already have that life. I already, mm-hmm. we're doing all the things we want to do and I don't need you to make a, a whole shitload of money and sell out who you are to be, uh, to, to be happy with me yeah. for us to be happy together. And, uh, I gotta say that's pretty punk rock of, uh, mm-hmm. Lily. Mm-hmm. So, I, I think at that point he basically just kind of drops the whole like yeah. persona and just kind of goes back to being mar- uh, you know Marshall. And then uh, from there, uh, cuts back to the apartment. Ted is calling Robin, still freaking out because in the email that Victoria sent him, she said she was going to call him at eleven o'clock at night, I believe. Yeah. So he's sitting around, kind of waiting for the phone to ring, and Robin tries to calm him down, and he does. And he realizes he's being a bit of a bitch. Like, he's literally sitting at home waiting for the phone to ring. So he heads out and he finds, and he heads, he joins uh, Marshall, Lily, and Barney at the karaoke bar. And he has a little bit of a heart to heart with Marshall about what's going on, thinking that Victoria's going to break up with him. And they kind of have a, a, a talk and it helps them both out. Marshall realizes his mistake. And he kind of, like you said, he comes back to, you know, being normal. Uh, my favorite quote from Marshall, I just found it right now. And it's when he's telling, like he made up that story about like the going to the strip club and all that. And he's telling the guys mm-hmm. and he goes, so dude, check it. I'm in San Diego with two of my brosefs from Kappa and they're all, yo Erickson, let's roll to the strip club. So I'm like, snap a do. So we find this choice nudie nest near the airport. And that is when the bouncer kicked us out. Now, I have no idea if Svetlana ever got her green card, but dude's fake diamond ring worth every penny, brah. And then, like, <laughs> they totally, like, yeah. That's <laughs> so fucking dumb. Uh, and then from there, um, it kind of goes into future Ted telling his kids, you know, you find yourself in your apartment. It's 2 in the morning, and the phone rings, and he thinks it's Victoria, but it ends up being... Robin mm-hmm. and she asks him do you want to come over and that's kind of where the episode ends with Ted asking what do you do and that's a, it's a little cliffhanger yep it's a little cliffhanger yeah I uh I, I really enjoy this episode I like it a lot it's, it's funny it's it's a very funny episode uh even with like the douchiness of of um Bilson and Blauman mm-hmm. but I think that's that's why they're there. It's just to be yeah. outrageous and and you know ridiculous. Like the just super stereotypical. Yeah. So I I really I thought this episode was really funny and uh, the rest of this season is pretty juicy. Mm. Yeah. yeah, it's, it's f- su- filled with drums. Yeah, filled with drums. It's a action. It's a tour de force of uh, <laughs> of emotions. But uh, I don't have my thing hooked up. But uh, I'm gonna go through some. Oh shit! Some fun fact. That's all right. No big deal. Son of a bitch. Yeah. Uh, when Ted is eating cupcakes at the bar and talking to Robin about the long distance relationship, the side shot and the shot <clears throat> on Robin show a glass of milk in front of Ted. But when the shot focuses on Ted, Ted, there is no glass. Mm. When Marshall is looking in the mirror, seeing himself as a gorilla, we can see the mask on the side of the screen. Oh yeah, I saw that. I noticed that. In. <clears throat> In uh, Best Prom Ever, which is an upcoming episode, mm-hmm. Marshall and Lily's song is said to be good feeling, while in this episode it's Don't Go Breaking My Heart. Mm. Don't Go Breaking My Heart 
as everybody knows, is by Elton John and Kiki D. The security guard calls Marshall Sasquatch and Bigfoot. Uh, this is uh, these are Marshall's coworkers ask him to choose between Jessica Alba and Jessica Simpson, the four Golden Girls. Oh yeah, because remember he he says B. Arthur and then like fucking Betty White all day, <laughs> and then they tell him to like it's funny the way they do it too because they go uh, Betty White any day of the week, and then like they basically just clean all this crap up, Marshall, <laughs> and then they walk out like. One of Marshall's co-workers compliments him on his tie as being steak sauce, referring to A1, meaning primo. Marshall shares a made-up story with his co-workers, which resembles the story Tim Roth rehearses and tells Joe Cabot in Reservoir Dogs. Yeah. This marks the first time in the cast members... Uh, this marks the first time a cast member's spouse has appeared in, in an episode, which is Colby Smolder's huh. husband. I didn't know she was married. Makes yeah. me kind of sad. Yeah, I know, huh? Mm. The St. Petersburg Comic Review gave this episode 7.5 out of 10 stars. Your package has always been big enough. Yep. And I think that's going to do it for this week's How I Met Your Mother. Yeah, I think that's it. Again, leave it on a cliffhanger. We'll see what happens in uh, the next episode, which is entitled Nothing Good Happens After 2 a.m. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, if you guys um, are following along, please let us know what you think of the show so far. Uh, now we have our own feed, so you can just go direct. You could just directly look up the Everything Bagel podcast on iTunes, mm-hmm. and we will pop up. Just us. It's a big step, guys. Yeah, it's quite a big deal. And 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 the reason it is kind of a big deal is because now you can leave us reviews, and comments, and comments, and uh, all that and, good stuff. You know, leave us a five star review if you love it, and if you don't love it, tell us why you don't love it. So that's that way we can make it better. Um, and uh, you can. Follow me on Instagram. I'm at Mingstein. I am at Bean Does Stuff. Uh, we just had a little short social media conversation off the air yeah. about how kind of <laughs> over it we are. <laughs> but uh, I do still put stuff up on on um, about you know the shows and what we do and and uh, <clears throat> uh, so yeah. I guess uh, we'll see you guys next week. All right, thanks everybody. Thanks. <laughs>